Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. So how far is heaven? And a better question is what is heaven? Heaven is a state of expansiveness. Heaven is a state of harmony. So how far is heaven? It all depends on where is your thinking. If your thinking is centered on what is wrong, you are on your way to hell. You are contracting your thoughts. You are feeling, that's that's not where we want to be. So we can use the power of heart coherence that Megan led us through. You can practice that again and again. We can go back to our hearts and we can come to heaven. Heaven is this close. When we focus on gratitude, when we focus on love, we get into heaven. And sometimes it's hard for us to do that because we are focusing on, we are being bombarded all the time with news of what's wrong. And, and it's hard to stay in heaven when we're hearing about people who are in hell. So it takes the strength of a warrior, but we also have help. So today's talk was about Through the Lion's Gate, which is this really wonderful astrological alignment. Now, I just want to say for starters, I know some of you are not into astrology. Hopefully none of you think that it's just bunk because everybody knows on a full moon, people go a little crazy, right? <laughs> Maybe even you. <laughs> but that's, that's the influence of celestial planets, or not planets, but um, the sky is affecting us. What's in the sky is affecting us. So we know that already. We know that when the sun is shining, we feel better. So we're already aware on a very primitive level of the influence of the outer. Astrology is something that you may think of as, oh, that's a hippie thing. And it's because the hippies brought in meditation. They brought in astrology. They brought in yoga. And so meditation and yoga are pretty mainstream today. And for most people, I think, so is astrology. But in case you're one of the ones that it isn't, just realize it's got some pretty good roots here coming in from the East. So with astrology, there, an alignment is when planets and stars are lined up in a row and they intensify the... Um, what is being projected toward us. So if you imagine the effect of the moon, if you had a bunch of moons all lined up behind it, you would imagine that that would be an even greater effect and the waves and the crazies and all of that would be happening. So this alignment is with Sirius, which is called the dog star. And it's called the dog star because it's part of a constellation, Canis Minor, that is the dog that follows the hunter, Orion, up in the sky. So it's called the dog star. Did you ever wonder in 
in Harry Potter, why Sirius turns into a dog. This is why. I know, I just learned that. <laughs> so, um, so, and did you ever wonder why we, we talk about the dog days of summer? It's because the sun is shining more intensely, and at this time of the year, every year, Sirius is, it's visible just before dawn, if you happen to be up that early, Jim Pasmore and any of the others, um, you can see Sirius up in the sky, and it's, it's 26 times more bright than our sun. So it's beaming this energy toward us at this time of year. Why this matters is not just because it might be hotter. It's because it is spiritual energy that is coming toward us. It is assistance that we are able to receive. So when we look out around us and we see all the evidence of hell, the way that we can get back into heaven is by focusing on this light that is coming toward us. We go through this lion's gate. It's called lion's gate because this is the time of Leo in astrology, Leo the lion. So this opportunity to move through this gate is here for us. As we go through this, we become more and more aware of this field that is shining everywhere. I hope that you've had a chance to watch that movie and will join us on Tuesday to talk about it, but watch it whether you can be there Tuesday or not. It's such a powerful movie, such a powerful reminder of how connected we all are. The light that is shining is so powerful. There are beings that are outside of our physical ability to perceive that are assisting us. We have plenty of help. We just need to open our hearts and focus on it because the transmission happens when we get into that state of heart coherence. From a place of love and gratitude, we can receive. We can receive the abundance. With the lion's gate, it goes back to the time of Egypt and with the pyramid of Giza, it, that pyramid lined right up with the appearance of Sirius in the sky. And they thought of it as a time of great abundance and fertility. It was the time when the Nile River would flood and it would flood the banks and bring prosperity and fertility to the land. So there's a lot of history to this that's pretty interesting. But whether or not you're sitting by the Nile and it's flooding over and bringing prosperity energetically, it's bringing us, as we tune into the light, it's bringing us into a state of prosperity, into a state where we can receive all that we need. However, if instead of turning to the light, we turn to the shadows, we turn and look at what is wrong, then we get out of that state of coherence. There's also, I'll put this in the Facebook group so that you can see it, and I'll put it in the newsletter next week, but there is, there's a program called Global Coherence Pulse that I've been watching, and there is an, 
the whole thing is really interesting, but I've been watching this part by Greg Braden, and he's talking about these cycles. He talks about cycles of conflict, economic cycles, cycles of climate, cosmic cycles, planetary cycles, and the, the Mayan cycles. There's, it's so interesting how they're all coming together. So right now, we are in a cycle. We are at the end of a cycle where a lot is, is very difficult. We're in a cycle of depression. We're in a cycle of conflict. We're in a cycle of global warming. But when you look at the charts, he shows that for 400,000 years at least, these cycles have been happening. So this is not unique. In fact, it is milder at this point in the cycle than it has been at other times. And we are right at the place where we are about to go back up in the cycle to a time of greater life and whatever that looks like. But the key is we are key players in what that looks like. What is next? We'll see. It depends on what we are doing with our light. So this is a critical time. If we turn and look at what is wrong, if we get into fighting about what is wrong and, and just you know, get on our soapbox and talk about what we think, that's the wrong direction to go. We need to be focusing on the light and we need to be, as he, somebody said in that um, conference, instead of causing harm, we need to be causing harmony causing harmony. Think about that. And we do that through getting into a state of coherence. Think about it from the perspective of music. If everybody is flowing with the same tune, you have harmony. Or, or they're adding notes in that fit. But if somebody plays something that's completely discordant, then you don't have that harmony. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so what we need to do is stay in a place of harmony so that we cause harmony to flow over the planet. Because we are part of a field where everything is connected, when we are in a state of harmony ourselves, we are projecting that harmony into the field, which is its natural state and what it wants. If we know that we are at the end of a cycle and we are at the point of creating something really beautiful, then we can be encouraged when we see all the stuff that's happening now. Part of the cycle is that you go into chaos. You have to break down what you had in order to create something new. There were a whole series of slides with drops of water, and they, they kept getting more and more complex. But each time, as they became more complex and more beautiful, they had to break down and let go of what there was before. So we are in the middle of a breakdown, and it's not fun. You know, there's no reason to pretend that it's fun, but recognize that it's a sign of that which was not working is going away. 
and it's, it's in its death throes, and it's hanging on, white-knuckling, not wanting to let go, but it's going. It is going. And what is replacing it is up to us. This is our time to cause harmony. And we want to use the powers of light that are being projected to us from the cosmos. We are not alone. The cosmos is intelligent. And whether you are aware of the alien energies that are out there that are helping us or not, the whole cosmos is alive and it is benevolent and it wants to help us. So reach into that, enter through the lion's gate, travel out to Jupiter, the planet of expansion and beyond, and garnish all the light and let it radiate and pulse in your heart. And from there, just send it out into the world. Cause harmony. That's what we're here for. Namaste. Vamanos! From this prison, Lord, help me get away. Cause only you can save me now from this misery. I've been lost in my own place, and I'm getting weary. How far is heaven? And I know that I need to change my ways of living. How far is heaven? Lord, can you tell me? Can you tell me how far is heaven? I just got to know how far, how far is heaven? Lord, can you tell me? Tú que estás en otro cielo, échame tu I'm living how far is heaven and I just got to have some faith and just keep on giving how far is heaven Lord can you tell me how far is heaven 
I just got to know how far, how far is heaven. Lord, can you tell me how far is heaven? I just got to know how far, how far is heaven. I just got. 